93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey's here. And you know, Casey, all election season, we've been talking about the school board races all across central Indiana. Yeah, people are very concerned because as a parent, you don't want to just put your child on the bus and then send them off to school and have not any say into what's going on in their education. So a lot of people are paying a lot of attention to what is going on with the school board races. You know, and it really seemed like COVID was the eye-opener for a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of people. I've heard from so many people who, and many of them are non-political people, who said, you know, I wasn't really paying attention, I should have been, and then my kid was forced to be home and I was home with my kid or kids and I saw the things they were learning and that's just not okay a lot of the things they're being taught. Well, yeah. I mean, as a parent, you want to trust the school system. You want to trust that they're teaching appropriate material and as we found out over COVID, not always the case. And it is making many people stand up and say, wait a second, I want to be involved in my child's future. And it's hard because these spineless, gutless Republican weasels in the state legislature, as well as the spineless weasel governor, Eric Holcomb, refuse to make people put party affiliations next to their name uh, because they're petrified of the teachers' union. And so as such, it's really hard to know, hey, who's running? What are the views of these people? And so, you know, you and I talked about it, and I said, look, let's have as many of these school board candidates across central Indiana on the show as we can. And it's one of these things where even if you don't live where the school board candidate that we're interviewing is from, you need to pay attention to it because it mm-hmm. seems like the same things that are happening in Brownsburg are happening in Carmel. The same things that are happening in Fishers are happening in Zionsville. And so there's a good chance these sort of issues are on the ballot and candidates who have very different views on these issues are on the ballot wherever you live. Yeah. So that's why today we head to Noblesville. And as you mentioned, same thing could be happening in Beach Grove and Indianapolis and all around central Indiana. Yeah, so M- M- Melba Kaiser is our guest. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. She's running for school board in Noblesville. Melba, we'll start with the same question we ask everyone. Why would you subject yourself to running for public office? Why are you running for school board? Well, first of all, thank you, Rob and Casey, for this opportunity. The reason why I'm running is uh, actually twofold. The first is that my parents emigrated from Cuba. I was born in Cuba, and they brought my brother and I here so that we could uh, have the American dream that we could live in liberty. And my parents always stressed to my brother and I how important education was because they felt that with a good education, you could go anywhere and you could make a life for yourself. So the first is that was ingrained in me. And so I know the importance of education. The second reason was actually when my eldest granddaughter was turning four years old, I was listening to what was happening nationally. I was reading what was happening nationally. And I decided to find out if it was happening locally. So I started attending school board meetings, and unfortunately what I found was that a lot of what I had been reading and seeing uh, in the news was also happening in Indiana. Melba, can you tell me anything specific that you saw that was brought to your attention in Noblesville? Absolutely. So uh, the first thing was this was, as you said, around the COVID time, so uh, the mass mandates. Um, it was a last-minute notice at one of the meetings on a, a Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock. An email went out from the superintendent uh, basically mandating masks 
this is something that would normally be decided uh, by the school board or supported by the school board, but uh, the previous superintendent waited until the last possible minute to put this uh, notice out to the parents. And so there were quite a few upset parents. Another thing that happened was that despite the objection of several parents at a meeting, the board decided to extend a panorama contract, panorama survey contract for an additional six years uh, above and beyond the objection of parents who felt that this was an intrusion into their children's Melba, real, real quick, explain mm -hmm. what the, what those surveys are because they're very important, and we've heard many parents talk about this in these yeah. different school districts. Explain what the what they are and why it's so offensive. Um, what the surveys are, what the panorama survey is specifically, it deals a lot into feelings, asking mm -hmm. the child if they feel welcome in the school, if they feel supported by the family, are they ever feeling anxious. Uh, do they uh, feel like they can trust the other kids in their schools? Do they, for example, if you saw someone that you like do something wrong, would you tell on them? Would you do the same thing if it was done by someone you don't like? So it, it, it delves a lot into the children's feelings. And it actually brings up issue that otherwise may never have come up in the child's mind. And what they do is they actually track the students from year to year. So it's basically about getting an emotional map on each individual student. Mm -hmm. Melba Kaiser is our guest. She's running for school board in Noblesville. So you mentioned that you fled Cuba, which is run mm -hmm. by a lot of radical leftist socialist maniacs. And I'm curious <laughs> if you're seeing in this country now at least the tenets of a lot of the things your parents and you fled from Cuba all those years ago. Actually, I am, and that's what is really very concerning to me. And I started noticing this many, many years ago, but at that point, it was just one small thing at a time. But uh, definitely in the last 10 years or so, I've seen it escalate dramatically. And uh, it's just becoming a country that I find unrecognizable in the 60 years that I've been here. Yeah, and this is why I thought your interview was so interesting um, is because it's easy for us to sit here and say, Casey and I talk about this, hey, it's radical leftism, it's mm -hmm. things that are happening to socialist countries. Melba, you have actually come from a socialist country. You actually have mm -hmm. seen it firsthand. So you are the most qualified person in the world to say <laughs> what we say every day. Yeah. Uh, yes, unfortunately, as I said, I, I find it difficult to understand when someone doesn't, who has come here doesn't fully appreciate the privilege of having come here because I still have a lot of family in Cuba that I haven't seen in decades. Um, and that is a difficult thing as a person that you, have, that you know that you have family and you know that they're suffering and there's nothing that you can do about it. Melba, I think it's really interesting. We've talked to other people that are running for school board in different areas, and most mm -hmm. of them were parents. They had children in the school system. And with you, it's a little different. You're saying that you have grandchildren that are yes. in the system. And right. what what would you like to accomplish if you're elected to school board? 
basically what I would like to accomplish is to make sure that my grandchildren and other people's grandchildren and also our great-grandchildren have the same opportunities that, uh, that I had, that they continue to have, you know, the First Amendment rights, that they continue to have a great education so that they can pursue whatever goals and dreams they have. Because we have to realize that, you know, uh, the reason why my parents brought me here wasn't just for my brother and myself. It was for our children and our grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. And so that's what I want to make sure that we have in place, is that we continue to have the same great education, a top-notch education, which is what I feel that I received, uh, and that they have the same opportunities, whether that's a trade school, whether that's going to college, whether that's working in Indiana, whether it's working in another state, whatever their goals are, I want to make sure that we're giving our kids the best education possible so that they can pursue their dreams. Melba, before we let you go, I did want to ask you this because one of the infuriating things for a lot of people is that the school board races are nonpartisan. It's the only nonpartisan mm-hmm. election in the state. Even the surveyor, the recorder, the county coroner, mm-hmm. for crying out loud, are partisan. <laughs> and this just infuriates me that these Republicans that run our state government are so weak that they allow this to happen. Has it been harder for you to get your message out? And has it been harder for you to identify to people? Look, there's these radical left policies. Here's the people who put it in because they don't have to declare that I'm a Democrat and you don't get to declare, you know, I'm a Republican, you know, or a libertarian. I mean, it has got to be a lot harder to run when you are working against that. It, it has made it more difficult, especially because um, two other people who are running also call themselves. They call themselves. They don't declare this just as I don't declare it, but they call themselves Republicans. And so it's become more difficult to distinguish myself from other people. But what I have to say is I don't, I don't think I have heard this uh, from other interviews, and I want to stress this. School board races are basically um, majority elections. This is not like you are choosing me or you are choosing one other person. The school board decisions and changes are made with a majority vote. So it's really critical that people take a look at who's running in their uh, district and select people who have their values. Mm -hmm. So in my case, I'm running with someone else. Her name is Misty Ray. That's M-I-S-T-I-R-A-Y. She is another person who is looking to make changes to the current school board and to the schools and the things that are happening in the schools. She has children that are in the school system. And so she has seen over her education in Noblesville schools and their education in Noblesville schools that things are going awry. Uh, you, do, you, so, do you have a, real quick before we go, do you have a website, do you have a Facebook page, Melba, if people want to learn more about you and maybe some of the people you're running with? Absolutely. So Melba Kaiser for Noblesville School Board, and that is spelled K-I-S-E-R. And Misty Ray for Noblesville School Board. All right. And good. her last name is R-A-Y. All right. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Micah very much recommends you, and I won't <laughs> hold that against you. Uh, so good luck, Melba, in your uh, race for school board in Noblesville. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Melba Kaiser from Noblesville, and good luck in your race for school board. And Rob Kendall, 
That's going to do it for us today. Thank you. Good job, Kevin, and thank you for listening. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.